Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Alpha Key Digital Podcast. I am Tyler Wetzel, Director of Business Development. And my name is Alex Zinni. I'm the CEO. And this episode is going to be focused on SEO. So what is SEO? It is search engine optimization. It is very vital to how your website is found on Google. If you're not using this part of your website, you're not having someone do it for you that knows what they're doing, um, really your website is going to start to get buried over time. It's only going to get worse and worse. And, you know, your clients, potential clients, might not even be able to find you. So doom and gloom. So doom and gloom. Well, it is almost Halloween, so we got to have some some spookiness out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, what are you going to be for Halloween? I, myself. <laughs> you know, scary. I, I'm a Debbie Downer with Halloween. I'm not right. usually. I don't. I never like to dress up. I was like, when college, I'd like put on like a Browns jersey or something. No, I was one of those guys. A Browns player. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Yeah. But uh, what do you? What about you? You guys have a show coming up. Yeah, so the band Apostle Jones that I'm playing in, we have a Halloween show at the Coda, which is in Tremont. It's under Dante's. It's owned by uh, Dante. And um, it's like a really cool rock bar that they have down there. And they have a lot of bands come through. But uh, I'm going to be Joey Ramone. So I have a, a wig, <laughs> a leather jacket, Chucks, yeah. you know, I got a Ramon shirt. There you go. So, you know, it'll, like he's got the bangs and the long hair. And yes. It'll be interesting. See, now you're opposite of that. You're bald now. I know. Now that I shaved my head, it's, <laughs> yeah. I'm the opposite of that. Yeah. So. You, didn't want to, you didn't want to lean into being bald for your outfit? No. I, well, I don't know what else I would do for that. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I guess like, like there's probably a lot of different things. Maybe like John Luke Picard. Maybe or something like Jeff like that. Bezos or something. Jeff Bezos. Like if I got you know if I got a jumper like a one. <laughs> actually, that's a good idea. Star Trek. You know John Luke Picard of Star yes, Trek. Yes. I might do that. There we go. Coming up with ideas. This is no hmm. longer a marketing podcast. This is a Halloween costume podcast. Interesting. <laughs> That's a good idea, Tyler. Thank you for that. Well, now, I mean, I'm sure you could look up Halloween costumes and whoever yeah. pops up is going to have good SEO. Yeah, well, there's two things happening there. So, like, going back to search engine optimization here, where this is what we're talking about, this is the SEO episode. It's one of those things that is people don't often think about and it's probably the most technical and nerdy thing that we do mm -hmm. because not a lot of it is actually seen or understood by the general public right um, so but yeah so if you go into Google and if I type in a Jean-Luc Picard you know <laughs> Halloween costume I'm gonna see advertisements you know that pop up at the top and then below that anything that's organic is gonna be what has the, the best SEO so basically search engine optimization it's a technical term that describes how search engines recommend people's website and content to uh, people who are typing things in. So, <clears throat> for instance, if you're like a florist and you type and somebody types in floral arrangements near me, and they have an, and the florist has a good website with good SEO and their keywords are all in there, and, and you know basically you're persuading a search engine to show you near the top. So um, the way that it works is Google, which is 90% of all searches at any given time. In Bing and, and some of the other ones too, they have uh, what they they have these robots that crawl a website, and your website is basically just um, on the back end. It just looks like code, mm -hmm. and just like you would read a book from top to bottom, left to right. These these robots they they crawl through your site real quickly, and uh, what they're doing is they're creating an index, and um, what they're doing is they're going from page to page, link to link. Um, image to image to gather information and create an index that search engines can read which then fits into their their algorithm um, and there's hundreds of different things that can be done to a website that will affect that factor mm -hmm. um, and we can measure them through a software called SEMrush or Moz 
and we use what's called SCRPs, um, which is just search engine results pages. Mm -hmm. And we're using those metrics to, to see how, you know, our clients' websites are doing. And there's so many different things we can do to raise that score. Right, and you can also, it's also nice using those platforms because you can also compare them against their competitors and we can see, you know, like, hey, prove our results are there. Now, is this, I mean, speaking like myself from like a, a client standpoint, is this something that companies really, if they don't have a dedicated marketing person, should be trying to do internally because, you know, or should they look to hire out just because it is so important to, to have that done? Well, I mean, it depends because... I have yet to come across, um, you know, a, a single person. Like a lot of small businesses we work with, they only have one marketing person. Mm -hmm. And if we talk about marketing as in terms of like, you know, event planning, right. like events, newsletters, emails, websites, social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, content creation, blogging, videos, outreach, going to networking events, yeah. <laughs> SEO. I mean, no, I mean, yeah, you want to hire somebody to do it because you can pay an SEO retainer everywhere, anywhere from four to thousand, four hundred to $1,000 a month. Right. And you're getting so much bang for your buck by doing that. And you're taking the pressure off of somebody, right. you know, who's your internal marketing. Now it's different if you're like a progressive or an Amazon. I mean, oh, they yeah. have, they have wings and wings of people who are just doing SEO. Right. You know, right. and so, um, yeah, there's a big benefit to doing it. And the nice thing about it is it's all trackable and measurable. Right, that's a big part. Yeah, for it's sure. huge. Because and as search engine optimization is basically free traffic to your site. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's what's below the ads. Right. You know, what shows up below the ads on Google. So it's your high quality pages, you know, that we create. And um, they have to be geared towards answering, you know, somebody's question. It's all about questions and all that. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to pay for those clicks. And the nice thing about SEO is it grows on itself over time. Right. You know, so even if like you just did a ton of SEO work for a month or two, it's not like it's going to be gone a year or two down the road. Mm -hmm. Your competitors might, someone competitive might have come in and, and outranked you and done some other things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just a nice foundation. Yeah, I think the big part of SEO, at least from what I've seen, is if you're if you have a new website or some new content, really you need to be doing that from the start. Because it helps, you know, Absolutely. as the, as your website grows, as your company grows and you add more, that's only going to help the strength of it, yeah. it's having a good foundation. And SEO doesn't just come from your website, you know, your, you need to go on and like as a business, create a Facebook, create a Twitter, create an Instagram, create a LinkedIn, you know, create those platforms Google are directories. My business. Google My Business, absolutely. Those are all directories and they're all referencing to your domain. Right. So there's the caveat. In the descriptions or profiles of all those different accounts, mm -hmm. you're going to want to put your URL in there, your website, so www.whatever.com, right. because those are all different backlinks that lead back to your website. Yeah. And the more links you have across the internet on established platforms, the, the stronger your SEO is. Well, that's also something, to steal a quote from you, I mean, of all the your online assets, your website's the only place that's truly yours, you own it, mm -hmm. you know, especially with us, but, and if everything, everything needs to funnel back to your website. Yeah. And so if you have those, you know, all the social medias, who my business, stuff like that, and it all links back to your, your website, you know, it's only gonna help. Exactly. You know, and I yeah. think that's a good thing for us to, to let people know about. Yeah. Well, going back to your question about whether they should hire someone internally or to do it, you know, hire an agency like ourselves to do it, you know, there's there's four different types of like SEO. So there's technical SEO, which is what I was talking about before, which is like, 
you know, your, your index, which gets read by the, the Google um, robots, which they're crawling it. And there's a lot of like uh, website architectural, architectural type things we can do. Um, there's what's called schema text, which is just code that you put in keywords in, and it has to be very specific. Um, there's like snippets, which is what's actually like when you type in to Google, you know, floral arrangements, what comes up is, you know, the little description below the link, that's a snippet. So we optimize those, um, you know, but there's also, that's technical SEO. There's also local SEO, uh, on-page SEO, and then off-page SEO. So like the Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those places, that's off-page SEO. Um, that's something that ha takes place off of your website, but it influences your overall ranking online mm -hmm. um, because it builds backlinks, um, it helps engage other people, which then can lead to your site. Um, but you know, one of the biggest things that we come across, Tyler, are people who want to improve their local SEO. Right. Yeah. You know? And we do that through Google My Business, uh, managing reviews. Um, you know, you, there's different badges you can earn to get a local presence for your business. Yeah. You know, so that's all really important. I think setting up the Google My Business is very important. If you haven't set it up yet, um, you know, that's something that we can help with. Or if you get it set up, because you also usually get a, some sort of free money towards Google Ads. Yeah. Which is really big, you mm -hmm. know, because Google Ads, you know, you know, that's not what we're talking about today. But Google Ads, if you have strong SEO, Google Ads are really only going to boost you even more and get your business even higher. So, exactly. you know, Google My Business, you know, you can get it set up. You can, you know, put some your hours in there and everything like that. But, I mean, you can truly optimize Google My Business and it helps your, your SEO. Yeah, and reviews. The more reviews you get, yeah. the better. Yeah, know, five so star reviews. Five star reviews. Only five it's, star reviews. It's always my favorite. I had a great time. Four stars. Yeah, like, this what? is the best place I've ever been in my life. Four stars. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I always tell clients specifically ask for the five star reviews because people will do it if you ask them to. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So SEO is kind of like, uh, it's it's a mystery to a lot of people, but there are certain things you can do. And the first thing that like I tell people to do is they have to understand how search engines work. Mm -hmm. um, like we were talking about earlier today, like my theory is, and I, I don't know if it's my theory, but like I've heard people talk about it and I agree with, is that like basically search engines are just like AI minds. It's like mm -hmm. they're taking all of our questions that we're asking and all the things that we're doing and creating and they're creating a mind and they're trying to do their best to deliver you know, the solution to whatever the problem is, it, you know, that you're typing in. Um, so the, the reason that like Google, Bing, and Yahoo, those are the top three, you know, are so, uh, are so good compared to other search engines is because they, they provide the most relevant, you know, uh, helpful answers to people's questions. And that's what most people do when they go into a search engine is they type in a question. You know, so like, let's say we're building a website for somebody. One of the things we really need to focus on are keywords, mm -hmm. um, because when people search, what they're looking for, you know, if you have the solution to their problem, we have to make sure those keywords are in there. So most people aren't looking for like just individual words. It's like a combination of words, and it's right. usually you know expressing a problem or asking a question. So we need to go in. We use Google's key, Google Keyword Planner. And we type in your services, and we type in your customer profiles, and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, bless you. And uh, you know, we come up with different keywords to put in there because we're trying to figure out exactly what it is your audience is, you know, searching right. for. Right. And yeah, that's the most important thing because if you can find out what they're searching for, why would you not want to use that? Exactly. And any tools you can use to know that. I mean, Keyword Planner is amazing right. to use. Exactly. And there's a tool. I mean, there's so many tools to do that to figure out what your you know, potential customers are searching for. 
And you know, we find these phrases and then we create content around that. So we create pages that um, you know are clear and simple and they have a very like useful solution to the problem that your client or potential customer could have and that's how they find you online. Mm -hmm. You know, so going back to the florist, you know, if somebody types in I need an arrangement in under 24 hours and you happen to be a florist that can deliver under 24 hours and that's one of your main services, you know, somebody's typing into Google uh, need flowers yeah. in less than a day, and then you know you pop up. It's because you positioned yourself to pop up that way. Well, right, and if your company has things that are true differentiators, you want to make sure that you're using those as keywords. Because right. you know, obviously, like if you're searching something very niche, like that's gonna pop up no matter what. But if what your service is provided is it is unique and mm -hmm. you are close, you know, it is good to make sure you're using well, that. Well, yeah, and let's go with some, like an example where there's a lot of competition, like HVAC. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of HVAC companies around here. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, not a lot of them have great SEO and they don't necessarily have a lot of, um, you know, time. Those mm -hmm. guys work their butts off. Right. So they don't have time to worry about this. But you get a guy comes in who starts a new company and, you know, focuses on building a great website and get hires somebody to do SEO for him and hires some people to do Google Ads, next thing you know, he's showing up over someone who's been in business for 30 years who just yep. neglected that. And, you know, the problem with, with that is that, um, you know, their new customers are going to go to that new person. Right. You know, so, and that new person might not be as good as that person who's been in business for 30 years, but, you know, it's, it's all about... Um, it's all about being found on Google. Right. It's, it's you know, to quote um, Ricky Bobby, you know, if you're not first, you're last. I mm -hmm. mean, I mean, not, not necessarily, but if you're not on one of those first few choices, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I yeah. mean, we've had clients before that were buried, you know, even in the map section. Right. You know, because they didn't have any SEO. It's like, hey, look, now you're, you know, in the first part, like when you search something, you're one of the first ones that they see. Right. You know, and so it's, it's good because you can prove that it's had some success right and you know there's there's um you know google has nine I, uh, you know i think it's like 94 or 95 percent of the total um searches you know on mm -hmm. a daily basis so basically you have to play the game yeah. that google provides and they you know google they pride themselves on being like the organizers of the internet um and that's that's a good way to put it because they do kind of organize things in a way that delivers the best content um, you know, of a web page so that people can, can find things relevant to them and, and nobody does it better than them. But when you're doing SEO, you know, it's really important to sit down and get, get into the perspective that like, okay, we're providing answers and solutions to Google users. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? So typically when we're creating, when we're creating a website and we have that in mind, we have to make sure that everything is relevant, mm -hmm. you know, in your, um, in your website and in your content that's relevant to the, the audience, that you come from a trustworthy source um, because Google will, will penalize spam sites. Right. You know, they won't show people who aren't credible. And, you know, so we have to make sure that you come across as trustworthy. And we do that mm -hmm. by doing technical SEO, mm -hmm. you know, to show Google that this is a, a site. There's no spam. There's no backlinks. There's no backdoors. There's no problems. We'll add an SSL certificate for security. You know, that, that raises the trustworthy part of it. Yeah. And then, you know, it has to be um, easily digestible for someone to read. So it right. has to be at like a third, fourth, fifth grade level of reading. Yeah, I mean, and it, these AIs are so advanced that they can tell that too. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, probably 10, 15 years ago, that wasn't the case. But I mean, these bots that Google have, right. you know, they can, they're smart enough that they can recognize right. what's like legit and what's not. Exactly. And, that, and like, it's crazy to think, but it's, it's so true. Yeah. I and mean, these, these bots, they're all operating off of an algorithm. And yeah. all that, all that an algorithm is, is it's a computer code that is, um, they understand and they're reading other computer codes to categorize things, you know? So basically it's computers talking to computers and making decisions. Yeah. And Google's constantly updating their algorithms. You know, they update them on a daily basis even, but they have huge updates over the course of the year. So, I mean, like it's really important. And this is why uh, like an SEO retainer is important for like, you know, indefinite SEO retainer for your business is because Google often applies updates and some of them can be major and they can affect your your site ranking and your your traffic dramatically. Like um, four or five years ago, it was, well, actually more like six or seven years ago. It was more, it it was okay if your website was dropping cookies on people, pop-ups for like emails. Pop-ups are like a big no-no nowadays with Google. So pop-ups, dropping cookies, but then also like it was... um, it was standard practice to like keyword stuff that they call it. So like on every single one of your pages, you would put like sticking with this floral arrangement, floral person, you know, as an example, and every single one of your pages, you would put the premier Cleveland, Akron, Columbus, mm-hmm. on and on and on. You would put all of your different keywords for cities that you wanted to rank in, you know, your premier all these cities florist and you would mm. see it on every page. So every page would have that. And it used to be where that was like a hack, a cheat code mm-hmm. where you would rank higher and all you had to do is put all these cities on your pages, you know, and it's terrible. Google eventually realized that first of all, that's terrible for anybody that wants to look at a website and all they see is that same stuff everywhere. Right. That doesn't, that's not helpful. So what they did is they completely turned that around. It became black hat SEO is what they called it. And you were getting penalized for yeah. that and even banned. So like all these people that invested all this money with SEO companies to go in there and do that keyword stuffing, in the matter of two days it became like what was their saving grace and keeping them like in number one was now bringing them to the bottom. It was like Y2K for, for <laughs> SEO. Yeah. And that was the, uh, uh, they had, Google had different algorithm updates and that was I think the penguin update because they have the penguin, there was the panda update and then the hummingbird update. And uh, it's basically just machine learning. That's what the algorithm is. Do you think that, uh, I know there's been some court battles on this and this is a, a topic for probably a whole podcast by itself, but if Google has to release its algorithm, because there's questions on whether a company can keep something like that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, private, do you think if that gets released, that changes the ballgame for SEO? Because not only do you, you know, obviously when we do SEO, we optimize it for Google, Yahoo, and Bing, which... I think already puts us ahead, but that also is going to make sure those areas need to be focused on as well. Well, Yahoo and Bing are just basically what they're doing is they're taking this is a, this is kind of like a bad way to put it, but Google sloppy seconds. Yeah, they're just seeing how Google ranks things and copies it. Yeah. So really, you're playing Google's game no matter what. Yeah. It's Google's game, and um, at ninety five percent of searches, that sounds. I mean, that could be like a considered a monopoly. You is know? it isn't the isn't technically the the second search engine is technically YouTube. Yeah, but that's part of Google. Right, right. So like, so you have Google itself, Google.com, mm-hmm. and you also have YouTube.com. Yeah. Those are technically so those the, are the top engines. two search engines yeah. in the world. Yeah. Or at least 
everywhere but like China and Russia. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Are they? In, I don't think they are in China. I don't think they are. I don't think yeah. they are. So that's very interesting. Yeah. So, so if you wanted to advertise in China or Russia, there's there's other ways to do that, but it yeah. wouldn't be through Google. And then I don't even. I mean, we've never had to do that, but I'm sure there's there's um, some very interesting things you need to do. Yeah. You know, for that to happen. You know, speaking about algorithms, I um. Or, or coding there's this video on youtube that this guy was able to create a code in the title mm -hmm. and every time someone views it it updates the title of the video that this video has been viewed and then the number times wow and it still works to this day it's like 43 million or something right now interesting and he's it's an interesting video to watch as it talks about coding mm -hmm. and how things change over times and it said yeah. um What's the place, the Cliffs of Dover, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. That's where it, he filmed it as well, and he's talking. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it's really interesting. I would suggest everybody to go watch it. I just saw it for the first time, like, three days ago. Oh, it, wow. It was, on, it was, like, on my homepage on YouTube. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how it got there, but yeah. um, it's very interesting. He was able to create code that, it was, like, three or four years ago that still works, Mm -hmm. But he's talking about how, like, all things like that come to an end. Mm -hmm. And, like, we have to, like, continue to grow, yeah. you know, not only as, like, society, but also within our techniques we use, yeah. you know, digital marketing. Because well, yeah. things change so much. And if you're not either working with someone that gets that or mm -hmm. you don't get that, uh, you're just going to fall by the wayside. You're going to fall by the wayside, get left behind. I mean, that black hat SEO that I was talking about, like, we, I had a client that... You know, they brought us in because they were just shocked how everything, all of a sudden, their whole their whole online presence was like, was messed up, and you know, and it was because they had nothing but black hat SEO all over their website. And if they brought in, you know, Joe Schmo agency off the street, that doesn't really know that, that right. just has a MacBook and it's like, hey, I'm going to well, do this, they might not even know what they're looking for. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too. It, it doesn't even even if somebody who um, did a good job. Like, the whole algorithm changed, and, you know, at the time it was a good job, but then it, it turned out to be no good, you know? So, like, a lot of things people were doing, you know, in the past to for SEO, like I said, was they were duplicating, you know, these these taglines and putting them all over their website, you know, which, which Google absolutely hates. But then what they were doing was, you know, something called uh, cloaking, which basically is when you know you take that search engine and um, in your website itself uh, becomes a uh, Google search engine and it starts stealing people's information mm -hmm. and backloading it into the back, um, which is a completely different you know way than a a, a a website should just be like a read-only document mm -hmm. unless you have some sort of portal to like a scheduling software right, or a payment, which yeah. is through PayPal or Square square or something like that um but like when you're doing it cloak, cloaking is deceptive because you know it's taking it's kind of tricking search engines into thinking that you're a search engine right you know and that's like a big big violation and you can't do anything like that anymore so those are those type of sites get banned as well when you say banned mm -hmm. do you mean like they just don't show up on google anymore yeah. so that's really i mean that's like you can still type it into a URL you can find and get it, but, found, but, but not on Google. Unless someone directly knows about your business, yeah. they're not going to find you. Right. No matter what keywords they're looking for. No matter what, so, yeah. And you won't be able to, to advertise with Google or anything like that either. So very, I, I've never seen actually anybody get banned from Google. So That would be crazy. You know, I mean, even I think like Alex Jones, 
He could probably still find his website. Yeah, I think, he, and he was banned everywhere. But if you typed him into Google, he would show up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? So uh, that's that's very rare. But you know, SEO can be so technical and scary for people, but it's like really important. Like yeah, and that's the thing. Like I found with clients is I explain all this stuff to them, and, mm. and they're like, "Oh God, like I don't even know what any of that means." Right. You know, but really, in the the term, the in the meat potatoes of it is that. Um, it becomes your vehicle to being found online. Right, period. right. And you know? yeah, that's the way I've, I've told clients about it. You know, if you're not at least doing this in some capacity, your site's, I, I say the word buried, I guess we're going to keep going with that, yeah. the Halloween theme, but <laughs> your website will get buried. Like it will, like you have to be on the, the bottom of the first page, which really past that first, like when your screen loads, that first screen that's there, people don't look too much past that. They don't. And if you're not there or at least relatively close, mm-hmm. Uh, your site's not going to be found. Now, if you're able to still get business, you know, from online mm-hmm. practices, you know, then you're kind of lucky. But if you're not doing this, at least on some level, even at the most minimum, mm-hmm. it's it's only going to hurt your business. Absolutely. And there's so many technical things that go along with your website. So let me just kind of like list off some things here that like your website needs to be in order to rank higher. And when we build a new website, we're always doing SEO with mm-hmm. people, you know, so... Part one, some of the rankings that Google, some of the factors I should say that affect Google's ranking are your site speed. You know, so like how fast does it load? How fast do the images load? The content, all of your videos, stuff like that. So you know, there's certain things we can do to make sure that your website loads faster. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, like let's you have, let's say you have a lot of videos. Um, you don't want to have your videos uploaded directly to your website. Mm-hmm. What we do is we put them on YouTube. Right. Post them on YouTube, and then we embed them into your website, mm-hmm. which increase like that increases your score a thousand times because that's a backlink. It's just a backlink, yeah. and it's just a portal to watch. You don't. It, it just shows up on your website as a video from YouTube. You know, it's not actually the the file size isn't on your website. Right. So it speeds it up really fast, and then we make sure that all the images we have on there are super optimized. Mm-hmm. You know, for instance, some of the things people do, they download an image off of a, you know, let's say like a uh, Canva or somewhere. Or they get like a uh, a stock photo, mm-hmm. and it's like let's say it's 19 megabytes in size, but we can get that down to 440k in size mm-hmm. and get the same image quality. Right. Well, that's going to speed your site up too. So right. when we're building sites, we're always doing that to make sure that it, it loads super fast. Yeah. Because that's going to really affect your Google. They Google doesn't won't send people to a website that won't load. Right. No file compression is a big deal. Huge. I mean, that what's what's the show? Silicon Valley. Did you ever watch that? I I, I watched the first season of it. The whole like it, now it's something that couldn't exist, but they had some sort of platform to where you could just submit files and it would mm-hmm. compress the files. Yeah, I used to do that. And. Uh, they like they had it so like you do like three D video you could compress down to like a tiny file size. Mm-hmm. If you've ne- you've never watched it, Silicon Valley, it's on I think it's on HBO. HBO Max. That show is amazing. Really? I love that show I'll so watch that. much. It's great. But um but no, so yeah, no, file compression is, is very big. Even something as simple as saving as a JPEG instead of a PNG. Yeah. You know, like... Hey, oh, oh, I'm stuck on the... Is that Pied Piper? Was that the name of the... Yeah, that was a company, Pied Piper. Yeah, exactly. Okay, maybe I'll go back and watch some more of that. You, gotta, you have to get through, like, the first, like, half of the first season. And then okay. it gets, like, really funny. Okay. Thomas Middleditch is hilarious. He's um he's got a new show on CBS. Um, Thomas Middleton. Yeah. I can't think of who that. It's not the guy with the crazy hair, is it? Uh, I mean, kind of. Does he have like the the curly hair? No. Oh, oh you're. Th- I know who you're thinking of. He's that's that's in that show, but yeah, I, I can't think of his name. 
But um, no, it's a different guy. But uh, okay. no, great show. Highly recommend that to anybody that likes those like geeky, nerdy shows. Oh yeah, I'm all uh, about it. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, what else about SEO? Oh yeah. Well, there, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on <laughs> about this stuff. But like, what this? I just kind of want to get some broad strokes for people. Yeah. So we talked about speed. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's compressed file compression, everything. That's huge. You know, the next big big chunk is your mobile friendliness. Mm-hmm. The, 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 your website needs to look great and provide a really good user experience for people that are on it uh, on mobile devices. Yeah. You know, we were just looking at um, a recent client of ours. We run Google Ads, and uh, we measure a conversion for them. And 250 of their conversions were completed in our last ad cycle. And uh, we looked at the metrics of were they completed on phone, tablet, or desktop. And every single one, all 250 were on phones. Jeez. So you need to really show up good. And Google's index now looks at your your mobile, mm-hmm. um, you know, friendliness as the number one thing ranking in your SEO score. Yeah, that's why when we're building sites, not only when we're building it do we look how it looks on the desktop, but we also look oh, and yeah. see how it looks on tablet. And we also look at how it sees on mobile because they need to be built it's it's something like 60 to 70 percent of People that are viewing websites online, it's on their phones. Yeah, even more. It's getting higher and higher and higher. Every, every It is. It's, it's huge. It's almost, not. I wouldn't say this is 100% true, but yeah. it's almost more important that your mobile is looks good more so than your desktop. It is. It is more important, straight up. Yeah. So, you know, and we make sure that when we design sites that we're doing that and that Google's happy with that and that's yeah. what it's all about. It goes a long way. Yeah. It really does. Now, on the back end of stuff, we have the, the actual quality of the code. Mm-hmm. So, Google, when they're reading a website, they need it to be... a they need clean and clear coding to be able to digest and understand exactly what it is that we're trying to, you know, what, what your content is trying to say. So the reason that we they do that, or the, the way that they do that is through some programming languages that we use, HTML. You know, so for instance, like uh, a pure HTML site is going to rank better than a JavaScript site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 10 years ago, JavaScript was like the go-to. So many websites were built in Java. Um, but it's like it's just a big pain in the butt. And then when WordPress was invented, and they were able to incorporate CSS style sheets and HTML, and then using hooks through PHP and Bootstrap, that combination is what actually composes of WordPress, mm-hmm. and that is like what we use to build right. things. And that's a really good way to come up with clear, efficient code that Google can understand. And then we do things with like schema texts and then snippets and meta tags, like I was mentioning earlier, and alt tags and all these different things, which are really just SEO-specific techniques to incorporate into your code on your website you know, so that Google can access it and read it efficiently. Right. So that's really important. And people don't, they don't understand that. Like, they just see the design. Mm-hmm. They don't understand all this stuff that's going on on the back end. Yeah. Know? All you got to do is, I mean, if you just want to, like, just get a glimpse into our world, right-click and uh, yeah. hit inspect. Exactly. And just <laughs> see all the stuff that really goes into it. Yeah. I mean, I consider myself a very basic, you know, understanding of that kind of stuff. And Alex here is a, a wizard at that, of all the coding. So I'm a, I'm a little better. <laughs> I, I just have more time than you do at doing it. Compared to me, I'd say you're a wizard, but that's just my Halloween theme. That's there all. you go. Yeah, we're back on Halloween. We're back on Halloween. Yeah, so. no. No, SEO, I mean, SEO is very, very important. Um, what, yeah, we've been hitting that home over and over. Whatever your digital marketing efforts are, whatever you do, you should at least be doing some type of SEO work yeah. because... If your website's not able to be found, anything else that you're doing, mm-hmm. whether you're doing email marketing, Google ads, you know, whatever you're doing, 
it's only going to help you if you have better SEO. Yeah. And if you don't have good SEO, then a lot of those efforts can't be fully... Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they you know, can't be fully realized. And like right. I tell people that like the most important thing is your website. Mm-hmm. The second most important thing is your SEO. 100%. You know? So... All right, so we've been talking, we've been beating the heck out of SEO. I'm gonna, uh, so we're going to wrap up. I want to give you guys some tips, like some things you guys can do mm-hmm. today, whether you are your own business owner and you won't, you do this all yourself and you built your own website or whether you have an internal marketing team or you're going to be picking up a phone, calling your agency that you're working with and seeing how they're doing these things or calling us, calling talking us, yeah. to Tyler and to myself and, you know, and talking about it. But here are some things you can do. All right, so... On your website, you want to make sure that your content is is really good. So it needs to be, you know, it has to be super rich. So that means it has to have some videos in it. You know, it has to have some really great paragraphs written in it. It has to have links to other, you know, references. You know, Google wants to see images. They want to see sound. They want to see video. And it makes the user's interaction better with your website. So on all your pages, start incorporating videos. Put more pictures on there. Write better text. Google's always looking for quality, accurate, and credible content mm-hmm. that really serves a purpose. So you know, start bearing your your start talking about your services and start going into detail about things and and really write some more stuff for your website. So that's one tip. Another tip I would say is you know keep it fresh. Like once a month, go into your website and update it in one way or another start like change some text or add a new page or write a blog um it you know the better the more you update your website the better google the the better google thinks your website is because you're keeping it up to date with relevant and accurate information so those are the two things there's so many other things that you could do Mm -hmm. for seo but i think that if you do that you'll at least have something you know better than if you didn't right absolutely yeah so well i think that's it then right yeah you gotta keep watching squid game (laughs) <laughs> I watched one episode of Squid Game. You know what? It's really violent. It is. Super violent. And, you know, I'm not, like, super into that kind of thing. But the story gripped me. The story, if you can get past the violent aspect of it, yeah. then you'll, you'll like the it. The story actually really gripped me. It's, it's I mean, very interesting. The way that they pulled me in with him, you know, painting him, uh, this picture of him being a degenerate gambler who uh, is obsessed with money and... His, he's got a clear reason to need more money, and it's a very deep reason because his daughter mm-hmm. is going to be leaving the country. So it, they really set this up really well to where he's super desperate for money, where yeah. he would go to the lengths where he did and get involved in that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ruin any more for anybody, but like I would say that like give it a chance. It I've only yeah. seen one episode. So. I, I will say this is that a lot of shows that are hit or miss what they'll do is they'll have these great storylines for like one or two episodes yeah. and then it's gone like why did you t- uh, this builds on that builds on that builds on that with every single character oh, that's cool it's it's insane and and I would suggest look up stories about the the guy who wrote like directed and uh-huh. did that show he wrote okay. the writer he the, he wrote this back in like 2016 or 17 yeah and had to ditch it because he had to help his family that was struggling. They're very poor. Oh wow! And he went through a lot, and it's a really cool story. Well, really interesting. He's, he's making money now. It's the most watched show on Netflix yeah. ever. So it's like Queen's Gambit of a year ago. Yeah, right. yeah, but more. Even more. Yeah, and watch it with subtitles. That's why I'll yeah. say watch it. I did like it with the subtitles. Watch it sounds it. more authentic. Yes, it does. Even though there are, you know, this is cool. Way off topic, but yeah. while we're wrapping up. There is actually people that on TikTok that are showing that some of the subtitles aren't accurate to what they're actually oh, saying. Oh, that's too bad. 
Which, so that's interesting. I wonder if they'll update that going I'm sure forward. They, oh, I'm so, sure they will. So, so Squid Game and SEO. Yeah. All right. Go and, Google Squid Game so you'll see the, how strong their SEO exactly. is. Exactly. All right, All right guys. guys. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Goodbye. Peace.